Good morning, afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Old Dead Jazz Podcast. I'm your host, Matyash, and today we have Amy Wallace, or Amy Apostolico, as she goes. That's her spiritual, I guess, last name. She's a spiritual coach, a Reiki practitioner, and we're going to talk about spirituality, communicating with the dead, ooh, intuitive capabilities, her view on drugs, the difference between being high on meditation, being high on drugs, and which one is better. We're going to talk about Trump a little bit, the COVID current COVID situation. We're going to talk about also December 21st, 2020, that's coming up shortly, and much more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the new episode of All That Jazz. I'm your host, Matyash, and today I have with me Amy Wallace, or Amy Apostolico. Did I get it right? Yes, you did. She's a Reiki healer and a spiritual coach. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Matyash. You're welcome. It's awesome to be here. I watched a few of your other podcasts, and I really, really like the way your interview style. You're very natural with that, so. Thank you. I, um yeah it's no pressure just uh it's just a conversation here basically so um usually my guests have uh uh the spiritual journey starts young and was that the case with you yes in some ways but also not but i understand why uh my higher self set up my life the way it did uh for me i always knew i had some gifts but I didn't, I kind of put it on the back burner and was real into just the 3D reality up until, for me, it was 2017. Um, my boyfriend at the time, and we were like glued at the hip, uh, was tragically killed in a freak motorcycle accident mm-hmm. um, at the beginning of 2017. And uh, I first got into spirituality for selfish reasons because I really, wanted to be able to communicate with him. And I was uh, going to a lot of different mediums and psychics. And it was pretty cool because he did that. He knew that I would be like that and need that reassurance. So that's pretty much what like saved my life after that happened to me was hearing from him and knowing like without a doubt proof that these people weren't making it up, the stuff they were saying. Um, Okay. How did you contact him though? um, So, uh, it just a lot of weird things line, line, lined up. Um, it's kind of like, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's awesome, but it was crazy. Like right the week after he died at my work at the time, um, they had a, a, a medium and psychic come to this event we had to go to. And she right away told me things. I was like, what? And then a week after that, my um, mom's best friend from high school called me and she was like I don't even tell anyone this but I get messages from the other side and I just do it for fun or whatever and Steve I won't stop until I tell you these things and like I the stuff she said only he knew and it was just like I mean right away I was like okay there's definitely Mm. you know we don't die there's another dimension they're in and 
then I realized like I started getting almost jealous of her and different people because I'm like, man, you get to talk to him. I miss him. I want to talk to him. So my biggest goal from then on was to open my third eye to decalcify my pineal gland to reach these higher states of consciousness so I could get the messages myself. And I definitely have gotten to that point now, but it's funny how it's very different, at least for me, than I thought it would be like hearing, you know, it's not like a, for me, it's never like a voice outside of myself that talks to me. It's like, it sometimes shows up as almost in my own inner voice. And I have to see like, wait, am I saying that? Or is that, am I just, is it my ego making it up? So the biggest, hardest thing is to be able to discern what is your ego and what's your intuition and what, at least for me, I get information definitely through my heart chakra. And it's not like in words, I'm more clear, um, uh, clear cognizant. So like I get information through my heart chakra, then I have to interpret that information into words. So I am kind of putting it into my own words. So it, right. that always makes me, since I'm making those words up from the feelings I get, it throws me for a loop because I'm saying it so I'm like, wait, am I just saying it? So now I know now by now it's taken a while, but I've gotten to the point where I will know that it's not me, you know, it's me interpreting it, but I already right. got the information. How do you know it's like the heart chakra versus uh, something um, else? I read a lot about this. And so they say, now I can feel it. Cause a lot of times like, just notice when you're in the car driving alone. Cause that's when I feel like most of us get the most intuitive messages. Um, you'll notice your heart rate sometimes will increase, like your heart will flutter. And that's like when the information's coming into your heart chakra, at least for me, I'll I'll notice like a a little pitter patter in my heart rate. And, um, and then like a sudden urge to like repeat or something. And it feels like almost like repeating something. It was just told to you, but not in words, just like a feeling. Then you have to like vocalize that feeling like in your head or out loud. So that's how, that's how I studied it to know like that's what intuition is and and it's through your heart chakra that it comes for most people, but other people like some really good psychics like Matt Fraser, he like hears, he hears the information, like talks to them. And that, I would love to have that, but I don't have uh, that gift. Yeah. Everybody (laughs) seems to be a bit different. Like uh, some people can, um, can experience it. Like I remember, um, uh, this one time when I was working in a hostel and uh, this new guy started and uh, he was um, just listening to me talk and I could uh, I could tell that he was like paying attention more than than maybe somebody else. So I could almost like uh, it's weird to say, but I could almost like hear him listening more. It's like because exactly somebody is so so paying attention so much, but I don't know if that was like an intuitive thing or that was just noticing me noticing that he was paying so much attention to what I was saying. Um, I think it's both. I definitely think it's an intuitive thing because I think a lot of our intuitive abilities, ninety percent of them are actually subconscious things that we don't even like. We're not right. We can't put a a, a fingerprint on it like a like a exact moment of what, what made me think this, you know? And I feel like trying to do that too much. And I do that a lot, like trying to pinpoint exactly what happened during this moment. That's what kind of 
keeps you like tied up instead of just going with the flow and just letting it be like, okay, that happened. You know, I definitely heard his stuff. And the more you kind of go with it, it's like, they're like muscles that we don't usually work yeah. the in intuition doing. And the more you work on them, the more less subtle it becomes and more obvious, but it's very, everything's really subtle and really like subconscious. I think a lot more than what we realize, you know, and yeah. we're, well, people think we're not, you're not on the right path, different things. No, you're on the right path, like because your subconscious and higher self, they plan these things so that it's the they don't want you to know the final event. But I realize now, like all my whole life, everything I did was pretty much to help me do what I do now and like coach people spiritually. Like I did, I was um, I'm a pharmaceutical sales rep, um, and I'm now anti pharmaceuticals. Like I don't take any chemicals nothing like that right um no, nothing that's not natural i don't like to take and um that i i was i went on the other side of it and did pharmaceutical sales to figure out okay how that industry worked how bad it was for you really to really ultimately find that out I got prescribed uh different narcotics and things from bad doctors realized like the bad end of all that so that i could feel pain feel you know, painkillers feel the different things, then feel what it, after you stop depending on those things, how, if you just raised your set point of your body's like natural vibration, how every day you feel like you're high, a better high, natural high, instead of uh, right. pharmaceutical fake high. And you have experience with, uh, with high and all this stuff because um, you were involved in it? Yeah, well, like I did everything. I partied in college and all that. Um, so I, before I definitely looked for um, things to, I feel like a lot of, a, a lot of star seeds and older souls is the different things to escape my reality. And everyone does it. Everyone is addicted to different things, whether it be sugar or caffeine, cigarettes, um, uh alcohol drugs everything pharmaceuticals not even just it doesn't even have to be bad ones but any pharmaceutical that you have right. to take um just being a slave to that i feel like it definitely really blocks your spiritual gifts but a lot if you notice a lot of drug addicts and different people they're they're very smart and they're very good at manifesting but my theory is you're very good at manifesting but you manifest more drugs or more chemicals that will get because your brain is like hijacked your thoughts right. are always you know you're you, they, they become it's a root chakra that stuff gets stored for addictions and um it's it's basically you know you think about waking up eating and then where am i gonna feel chemically okay today because i have my whatever medicine and that basic core thought in your head gets so ingrained that you will manifest still but you'll manifest more drugs into your life and manifest because that's what you're thinking about right so right. once you stop thinking don't have to rely on anything you know i know if i go to a deserted island tomorrow i'm not gonna have to worry about oh no where's my adderall you know <laughs> like, right. you don't have to worry about some um chemical and it really frees you and i feel like that's when all my gifts started really um I mean, really took off for me was when I 
cut any kind of prescription out of my life. Um, I still drink every once in a while, everything in moderation, but if you do something every day, that's not moderation, you know? So, well, um, you can drink coffee every day. I think coffee's fine. Yeah. Coffee's it's caffeine. That's not a bad, I'm drinking a little bit of coffee right now. It's not right, a bad right, addiction right. at all. Um, people that need coffee, if you get to the point though, where you're like, oh, I need my coffee or else I'm going to be a jerk. Then it's kind of a little bit gotten to that point where it's taking, taking too much of your, you know, brain power. <laughs> right, right, right. And like, you're too dependent on it. You don't want to be dependent on anything. Yeah, uh, ideally. So bit, yeah. Like a lot of people use marijuana, weed for spiritual reasons to reach like higher states of consciousness. And it definitely does do that. It can help you a lot, but you don't want to get dependent on that because then you don't want to, like you don't want to meditate unless you're high, you know, it's just right. it's not good to get dependent, but I, I understand why people do that. Would you say that uh, meditation has gotten you more high than, uh, than being high? Yes. With weed? So I've tried it all and <laughs> you've tried it take all. my word for it that, <laughs> I know it sounds so cliche, like, oh my God, meditation's better than any drug, but it's, it's the real thing. Like, I mean, right. it, I, so getting into like a bliss state while you're in like a trance, like state meditation, you're physically increasing your vibration. And I do like this little exercise where I actually just like ask my spirit team out loud to help me raise my frequency. And we were talking about this the other day, but, um, I think it works best when I'm in by myself in meditative state because I tried to do that for a group of people and it, I don't know if I have the same results, but um, I feel like a lot of spirituality doesn't have to be as sophisticated and complicated as people make it out to be. And it really like just asking your, you know, knowing, just knowing an intention and knowing at all times that your angels and guides are ready waiting for you to ask for help. And even if it's, if it's not silent, you can say it out loud. I do that a lot. I'll say things out loud a lot. Um, and uh, just ask, you know, help me raise my, I always say, help me raise my frequency so I can better communicate. And then I've noticed my ears will start popping, like from the increase in frequency. Do you feel anything um, when that happens? Do you feel anything? Yeah, like pressure, kind of like an increase in blood pressure or something. My blood, some pressure builds in my, behind my third eye. And it will, it will feel like a pulsing behind uh, my pineal, basically. And my vision, when I close my eyes behind my lids, it goes purple, like right in the center. And it will like pulse. I'll see this purple light pulsing. That's at least just what happens for me. But then, and then my ears will feel like they're about to pop. And I'll hear okay. like a high pitch ring in my ear. So uh, what so, kind of meditation do you do, by the way? Like besides so, this... When I first got into meditation, I really um, did not, I did not know how to turn my thoughts off. I did not know how to meditate. I think most people are like that. It's really, it's hard sometimes to um, be able to sit there and, and as soon as you're saying, okay, clear your mind, you're going to start, oh, start thinking about stuff. But that's kind of what the point of meditation is, is to train your mind to get back on track after it goes, because it's going to keep once you take the pressure off yourself, it's your mind's going to wander no matter what. You take the pressure off and say, let it wander and then just course correct. And I'll think about something that, oh, wait, I'm thinking about something. Let me blank out, think of a beach or something. And then I'll do different things. Like I'll focus on my breath, think of like a beach scene. 
then I'll do a lot, use a lot of visualization techniques. And I didn't understand why they asked you to do visualizations and for spirituality, but now I totally get it. But for a while I was like, what's the point of making it up in your head? And now I realize, no, we think we're making it up in our head, but in some existence that kind of exists because all thoughts are things. So if you're thinking it in your head, it, it is existing on some point. So visualizations I do think are important and just doing a meditation where you sit there with your eyes closed and start thinking about, okay, let me just think of meeting, what would it be like meeting a spirit guide? Even if you make it up, make up a cool scene where you're meeting things, they're getting upgrades. If you make that stuff up, it will turn into actually getting, physically helping you. Getting upgrades, it sounds like a video game, like you're getting upgrades. Yeah, like the... <laughs> now I do that. And my friend David Starr, he, he does a lot of that type of stuff where he takes people on like little astral travels. And I would start, we would start doing that once a week. We would FaceTime each other. And I had him direct at first because I'm like, I don't know, I don't see this stuff like you do. But now then once I started just letting my ego and mind relax and letting, letting that guide me, I started seeing, we started seeing the same things and saying it at the same time. So I'm like, wait, so is it made up? Wait. Because we both are seeing this and we're right. both feeling it. So it's, a, there, I think that's important. Like if you can just meditate, but then sit there and just, just think of cool things in your head. If you, if you can't turn your thoughts off, direct those thoughts to visualize, visualizing cool experiences. I think that will help you a lot. What about just visualizing yourself, uh, uh, the, the better version of who you are and kind of, um, Stuff yeah, like that. those are always those are always really good. Like uh, Aluna Ash would always do these meditations where you would envision be like watching a TV, a movie screen with yourself in like ten years, your what you your ultimate goal of what you would like your life to look like, and then like eating the TV screen, but like something with that like spiritual um, like visualization really does help with manifestation and helps it and make it come to life okay so what what's your view of uh manifestation then is it just uh, I was just a matter about of to get into that. so um one of the things i started doing to like really sh to show like how manifestation how easy it is and how we do do it all the time is i've read this uh, like a month ago and i was like this is such a good example i started doing it i've done this example three times now and every time I've gotten better at it. So they say to take like a simple thing, like think of a something weird. Like I think they say in the example, like a pink elephant and manifest a pink elephant by some, just saying somehow in my reality, a pink elephant will appear. Then in the next week or so, see if you see any pink elephants, like on a bumper sticker, on a billboard, something, a pink elephant will come into your reality. Well, you and can't uh, you can't look it up on on Google. No, you can't look search for it, but let it just yeah. yeah. You can't search for it, but just let it come to you. And so I did that. I think I said purple palm tree the first time. And I I mean I'm in California. There's a lot of palm trees, but not purple ones. And three days later, three days later, I saw a purple palm tree on the back bumper sticker, and it was weird because like obviously my spirit guides were trying to tell me to focus because right away it was like boom and I saw it and usually I probably wouldn't even put two and two together but I remembered and I noticed it and then like two more times the next few days I saw a purple palm tree which was I mean still purple 
Padre is still a little bit harder to to fit, right. to to be exist, you know. So that that like little trick, like exercise, is that I feel like a good way. Like think of something weird in your head, not too weird, obviously, but like something that you see maybe one in a hundred times, and you will see it in the next week, and that shows you how good your manifestation power is. And you have to like be confident. So you can get better at manifesting the more confident and just knowing that it's gonna happen. If you if you were thinking, oh, I really wanna be a millionaire, but it's never gonna happen, but I'm gonna manifest it. Right. If you really think it's never gonna happen, it's never gonna happen. I think, yeah, even in the Bible, it says uh, pray by believing or something and then you will receive or something yeah. like that. So like it definitely is if we can believe it, it it's way easier for it to happen. But um, so like I was when I was in college, I had a um, just a summer job, part time job doing telesales um, when I was like 18 and for to like a bank doing like transferring thousands of dollars in balance transfers and stuff on a credit card. Well, the first day I got there, I hated it. I people cussed me out. I hung up. I, I thought I was just going to leave. Like I hated it. Right. The next day I remember something came over me where I was like, I got, I had one really good call and I was good at it. Then this like weird feeling came over me where I just got like really cocky kind of, but like I got really good. And then that summer I made like 40 some dollars an hour for being 18, just in college back then. It was uh, a lot of money, but um, because I would just know I was so good with the manifesting of it. Because, I mean, I just knew I was so good with the sales because I was very confident that I knew the sale would happen. I knew this person would buy it. So they did because I was confident about it. So all I right. feel like all, a lot of the things that have happened in my life have been to lead me up to what I'm doing now. Um, because now I get it. I've been on all the different sides. And now being, you know, the last three years, I'd say that since he died, that has been my number one manifestation has been to reach higher states of consciousness, to talk to other beings and other dimensions. And I've definitely, it's, it's happened, but I'll, now I realize my real goal was to help people who are also awake, just waking up, explain things in a more, not as um, sophisticated, easy to understand way. Cause I remember, I didn't even know what like, I would watch and hear things about grounding, why people do use crystals, different things, but I didn't understand exactly why. And now I do, right. but now I could help other people realize what, you know, just little things that maybe you wouldn't, you would be too, I guess, embarrassed to ask okay. sometimes with the spiritual community. I, I want to ask you about the, um, the astral travel, because the way I understand it is uh, as somebody that I really respect, uh, my teacher warned me about, um mm -hmm. uh that in astral travel because as far as i understand astral travel you go out of body and you go into uh in your spirit body or whatever it is in your etherical body and you go out and you go into different dimensions but the thing is that it could be do you ever feel like attacked or anything like that do you have like some kind yeah, of protection so when i was saying with the astral traveling like um when we do it consciously like when i'm we're that's more just like kind of being aware of other dimensions, but you're not like asleep or anything when we do it that way. But okay. when you're talking about when you're sleeping and dreaming astral traveling, yes, the other night I had that really bad where I had, um, you basically get, have sleep paralysis. 
and um okay yeah you can get some crazy and i mean they're entities that they feed off of the fear and stuff and that's what like that's why the coronavirus is happening that's why a lot of things are going on because they want to keep everyone in a fear-based state hold on but, hold uh, on first of all let's go let's go, to, uh, <laughs> let's go to the sleep paralysis first um, right so what do you think happens then in sleep paralysis? um well it's i mean there's a you can explain it scientifically in a way but uh scientifically it's like your bodies are still asleep but your brain's awake so that's why you can't move your your body but they can't ever explain why it feel, you're obviously between between sleeping and dreaming so both worlds interact um entities definitely can tell when you're in this state and they prey on that they want to use the fear whatever they feed on um but whenever i've been in this state i just all of a sudden i know i can't move or anything but i can still i still have my brain i can think and i'll think like archangel michael help me and then bam all the bad things disappear and i'll really? see like a purple light in my vision wow i've never i never uh experienced that so i'm always curious what other ex uh, people's experiences because i'm just like i have no reference point i've heard of it but i just yeah, yeah. no i understand that's how i was like a year ago and then so it's 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 really subtle for me how i like feel like how i know it's archangel michael with archangel michael it's, it's a bunch of subtle clues because i don't I don't hear his voice like some people can or you know channel him like that but um for me it's like a purple purple bluish feeling I have what comes over me and then then I'll get the information into my heart chakra and, and interpret it but um like he'll say you know encourage me and do different things and because I work with them with the energy work uh we use Archangel Michael as the person to facilitate different things obviously I know that he's used to working with me and I used to think like well how come all these people were how can he be in all these places at once well now I get it because in the other dimensions you can be anywhere at once and if you're an angel or Jesus or anyone you can be with you know on the other right. dimensions you can be in many places at once you mentioned Jesus now what's your uh do you have any religious background what was your background growing up I was raised Catholic but I'm definitely would say now in my own experiences have wiped everything I knew about religion totally to know like that we are all can be like Jesus and he was just an example he 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 um used his full power to ascend into his late body and that's what our goal is basically but um okay. so I'm definitely just spiritual I know Nobody can convince me otherwise of what I believe in because I know it from my own experiences of like experiencing other dimensions, like knowing that people don't really die, just go to another dimension, knowing I've been incarnated a lot, a lot, a lot of times. Um, did you have past life regressions? And stuff yeah, like that? I did past life regression once and I've gotten a lot of like different um, readers that do Akashic readings, past life readings. I love I mean I think that's the coolest thing I want to know everything about all my past lives that's my big you know I want to know everything about myself my full soul not just this life you know who I've right, been right, right. and it's been really cool because so many of them have said the same exact thing so like the things that I've gotten like three or four times now I'm like obviously that that's what happened and then yeah. it's I, crazy with hypno the, the, the hypnotherapy the QHT right. regression I thought I wasn't able to be hypnotized and it turns out I am, but it took, it took a while. It was like five hours there, but, um, 
you feel like you're making it up after afterwards when you listened and stuff you're like was I just saying that it's weird it's weird but everything I was saying was exactly what lined up with like the different readings I've gotten too so it was really right. cool one of my uh, uh guests previous guests uh said she would uh, uh hypnotize me and do a past life regression as part of this but we did maybe uh, i'll show maybe i'll show a clip one day but it was basically me being uh like a kind of a rancher slash police guy and in, in arizona and i was uh <laughs> i was afraid of uh native americans because they kept stealing our horses and all that <laughs> <laughs> that's funny it's, funny. it's crazy because you can realize like wow i must have been a past life bit had a, you know something maybe drowned or you know like i'm just giving an example because i'm afraid of you know something but like our fears and stuff um like i know in past lives i've definitely been like a witch and i've been hung and um oh wow murdered many times i've been murdered many lifetimes so I do have a little bit of a fear of speaking out in public because the last I remember that I guess my soul definitely didn't get uh, off easy before. So <laughs> now, like I, I well nowadays <laughs> you can say anything online, and the worst that can happen is they censor you, and that's it. Right, right. <laughs> it's been crazy. I've seen some people's like when they post the thing and they're saying some stuff that's real controversial. Their their audio will get like choppy and right away without. It's crazy how I'm like, wow, obviously entities are definitely Yeah, you, you know, uh, it's not just entities. It's like, um, you mean, you mean the, the corporation? People, yeah. yeah, yeah, the corporation will, uh, like, if you say anything bad about the official narrative of the COVID, uh, how they handle that, and um, if you say anything positive about, well, not not Trump especially, but about the, the election fraud that I think happened. Yeah. If you say anything about that, they're gonna try to censor you, stuff like that. It's it's crazy. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, definitely with the election, especially now we see that mainstream with Facebook and stuff. Okay, well, what's, what's my your biggest on advice? That? So, <laughs> at this point, what what I've been instructed to do by my like spirit team and stuff now is because I was following it all, and I I'm a I'm definitely more of a Trump fan, and um in some ways. I, I, in, a, in some ways he's crazy too. I know that, but, um, you know, I go with the main spiritual communities, uh, perceptions with all that at the same time, but now they told me, don't worry about any of that. That's kind of even really politics are very 3d and where we're headed. It's stupid to worry about it's, it's like, it doesn't really bother me. I'm not, I'm try I feel like that's the best advice is to not not worry about it and not focus on it because yeah that stuff's probably happening and everything now and i still think that it'll probably turn around and they'll see that there was some fraud but um i'm not gonna i, I don't want to participate in like any of that that those lower vibrations basically that's how i mean politics and the covid scare fear stuff that's all to lower our vibration really so okay. really it's like a divide so we just have to rise above and not let it divide us and i mean that's exactly what they're doing though there's people that usually would get along but with politics now they're so so um on the opposite sides and yeah i, I, I did and a survey breaking people's friendships everything yes yes i did a survey and in, in uh, scotland when i was there a few months ago and uh 
400 people participated and I got that, uh, you know, Brexit was a big deal a couple of years ago. And mm-hmm. I got in a survey that almost half the people had relationships strained or lost friends, friends because of Brexit disagreements. So I'm yeah. pretty sure if you translate that to US, the same will be true with Democrat versus Republican, you know, Trump versus Biden. These kind of arguments are, are splitting families apart in a way. And they are. And it's and sad. really, it's like, man, it doesn't matter as much as you think. And they're both bad, really. I, mean, I have a difference of opinion. The whole system's broken that the fact that those are the two best candidates we have, you know, and all the people. There's way more qualified people to run our country, but sadly, because we didn't have a Democratic or Republican nominee, we have, you know, the, the whole the whole system's very broken, but that's, I mean, that's showing it up to us so that we can hopefully eventually fix it. I've, um, I, I'm kind of interested in politics and I'm a big, uh, Trump fan and I, I think oh, he did a lot Trump of a lot of good things like he's fighting the human trafficking the pedophilia yeah, he is. He is. And all that, I mean so. they don't tell you all this but yeah I mean he's done so much good a lot more than a lot of other presidents but they you know the media is always it's crazy how biased they are to him too and I'm yeah from, it, Biden's from my home state of Delaware but like I just read an article where they're like, here, like, sh- tell us your great Biden stories from your home state of Delaware. And every single comment was like, I'll tell you, he was a big jerk and did this and this. And then everyone <laughs> was like really bad. But I mean, it's funny how like the, the media would never do that for Trump, never be like, tell us a great, you know, they're trying to always make him look horrible. And really right now, the media is the biggest enemy. And it shows how like, obviously these are weird luciferian bad people and entities controlling this right now because if you watch like cnn you're gonna think i'm gonna die if i go outside from covid and you know like biden's great and that trump's bad and just right it's just that how people are yeah cnn is is just uh just terrible but in my view it's not just um in a way, it's uh, kind of luciferic, but it was, it's also the uh, the stuff that's coming from the universities because they teach that stuff and the cultural Marxism, America's bad, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to, okay, since you mentioned this, uh, what's your opinion on the, I, I suspect I know what it is, but about the, the COVID situation? Um, so I know, I mean, COVID is a real, hold on, I'm just fixing this camera. COVID right. is a real thing, obviously. But um, I definitely think that uh, it's really, really over, over exaggerated by the media to make it, you know, just to make it, uh, COVID exists, but like if we didn't have the media and everything telling us how bad it was and how horrible, I don't think it would be that bad. I, I mean, it's definitely, they're pushing it by by telling you it's bad, that makes people think it's bad, then it becomes worse when more people are affected that way because it's our world is created by what we're thinking. But um, I think if they stopped and didn't, you know, if it was just treated like the flu and I mean, most people don't get it that bad. I'm never, I'm not worried at all. I mean, they're once tomorrow, they're going to shut everything back down again in California, which sucks because I like going out. But, <laughs> I, I <laughs> but I'm going to take, I'm going out tonight. I'm taking full advantage of the last night. Right. But, uh, it, you're not lucky with the, with the governor there. So uh, it is what it is. <laughs> he's a psycho. I mean, it's so obvious that he's like definitely part of the, the elite bad people just by all the stuff he says. It's like, 
come on, give me a break. Jeez, <laughs> I mean, I, it's, it's crazy. Uh, it really is. Something I don't talk about often on my podcast is uh, crystals. Um, so um, I do wear something like a, like a kind of a cross. I think I showed it in, my, on, in one of my episodes. I don't know. It's called, uh, it's a cross. It's a Christian cross. I don't know if you can oh, see. Oh, wow. Oh, I have one too. Yeah. All right. The, there we go. Yeah. Different color. Right. This so, is Steve was wearing this when he died. So I always keep it with me. I feel like these things like this where someone actually personally had it, it gives you a stronger connection to that person too, if you wear it all the time. I've okay. noticed that. Um, so of course I'm gonna wear that. But um, and then I also have I made my made my own chakra bracelet with uh, different beads from or wow. different stones. Like I just picked three stones for each chakra out at the store. Yeah. But so, uh, this is powerful. Like I can hear crystals if I put it right next near my ear. I can hear it. They really? always laugh at me when I go to the one store because they say like, "Oh, there's the girl that puts the crystals to her ears." But I'll be like, you, "I'll know, you know how strong it is." You know, this reminds me. Years ago, I went to a, a kind of a date. I was in Israel, and I went, to, and this girl had a had a little um, bag, little bag of mm -hmm. uh, full of uh, crystals and stuff. And I was surprised because I was like, ah, this is uh, BS and all that. But then she was like, she uh, she gave it on my hand. And then I could I could feel differences like between different. Yeah. Stuff. I was like, like wow. uh, Moldavite. I had a Moldavite pendant. I just gave it to someone because after a while of integrating the energy, if you don't feel it anymore, it's like you integrated it into your field and you don't need it anymore as much. So I gave it to someone else. But like Moldavite is very strong. Um I mean you I can really feel that when I put that up to my ears, but you can hold it and feel vibration. And I mean they're great to work with to raising your vibration and like tuning into a certain frequency. So I like definitely like to keep them near me when I'm meditating. Um and I'm about to for Christmas I asked my mom to get help me get out a really good cool um pendant that I'll wear that's like a um what's it called um it's a certain type of uh uh phenakite that's what it's called and it's real high vibration stone I'm gonna get a phenakite pendant because that's the next stone I want to like work with and integrate the energy but like moldavite phenakite they're real high vibration stones anyone you don't have to have any uh esoteric knowledge to feel those I think and you, it can give you anxiety, different things like crazy dreams. But do you, I think do you think do you think the crystals actually like help you uh, in your spiritual progress, or do you think it just clears out the negative energy around you? I think it just helps supports you with um, just helping you raise your vibration and clearing out. Yeah, exactly, clearing out your energy. Like for me, that's why energy work is so important. That's, I think the single, I did everything. That was my number one goal was to talk to the dead. And, you know, so to open my third, I'd do everything. So I followed every, I mean, that's all I did online was look up different things I could do, different supplements, anything quick fix. That's me always trying to look for the quick fix, but I, I tried it all. And um, I think energy work and getting like Reiki done and different things like, uh, I do like J seal removal, Jehovian seal removal, and well, what is that? Removal. Uh, that's so all we all like have like Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> okay. There's like seven. I'm not gonna get perfect on the background of this, but there's like seven J seals, Jehovian seals that we have in our left side of our body, and we have a lot of other implants and stuff that 
especially if we're older souls and we've been around for a while, we, by now we've accumulated a lot of bad things. Um, and the seals basically just stop our psychic development and different things that the, the implants and seals can do. So when I had it done to me on the, the first time my friend Jamie Kroom did it, um, I, oh my gosh, I could feel the implants and stuff being removed from me. So right afterwards, I was like, I, I want to know exactly what he did to do that to me. Like, that's the coolest thing ever. Like some, someone removed these things like etherically from like states away, thousands of miles away. That's somehow it worked. So I got attuned to that program where um, now I can do it for other people too. Um, and I see it's like a set of prayers basically in different ways okay. you recite things that work and you work with Archangel Michael for that. So it's so, like uh, declarations, the set of declarations. Declarations, that yeah. Okay. That you say, you can say to yourself, but a lot of times I'll say it out loud if no one else is in the room because I always feel like, I don't know, something with some energy work I like to do out loud if no one else is there. But um and then Reiki, I just got tuned to Reiki and I thought it was going to be more, I didn't realize it was just, well, Reiki is just like intention. And, and once you're attuned to that, you have the Reiki power, like the ceremony where she gave me the Reiki power is crazy. Cause then I felt it right after that so much more. So mm. it's, it's like a more of just a pass down type thing. Once you realize like how to work with energy, then you get the attunement and there you go. Now you have it. Yeah. That's pretty I've cool. gotten some Reiki, uh, over the past year and a half and it was definitely very interesting it's like a, it's like a cool like a recharge or something definitely and like i think that for people who are just starting to get into the spiritual stuff i think reiki is like the most important thing you can do reiki and any kind of energy work where someone's distantly working on your energy like i haven't even gotten a reiki session in person i've always gotten it from my uh teacher bernadette who's like states and miles away but distantly like I was one day I was walking my dog still outside when she started and I knew right away when she started because I could beep all of a sudden like my vision got blurry purple I could hear like beep, like in my ear loud high-pitched buzz and um I I mean I felt it like a, a euphoria wave and I was outside so I ran to lay down but like really powerful so I feel like it and every person's different you can get reiki and it won't be as powerful so like that's my new goal is to get really powerful with reiki and also eventually I want to I'm working on doing my own kind of inventing my own energy healing a method like mm -hmm. not reiki but not you know different things like not one set way that's already been there because now I'm starting to realize how it works like and I think we'll never really totally know how these things work, but I'm starting to feel, it's very hard to put it into words, but starting to feel how that okay. stuff works. So can um, I make a suggestion? You yeah. can just um, maybe uh, say some prayers and, and, and try it. Say some prayers from the Bible or something and, and try and put, just put like the thing is in the Bible that you put um, Jesus uh, put the, uh, instructed his uh, disciples to put the hands on the sick and and uh, heal them so i wonder what that that was about because Definitely. a lot of people he healed a lot of pe a lot of more people than 33 you know so um i think a lot of that too is his intention and his um belief was so strong i think it's all about your belief and i think if your belief that's why like the placebo effect works so well with people they think they're getting cured because they think, oh, this pill cures other people. It's going to cure me. Even if it's a placebo, it's going to work like the real thing because at that point, their belief's so strong. 
And I but think I, that's the main thing with everything is your belief and intention. Right. What about the uh, the spiritual um, energy? Because the Jesus is is at the top, so his spiritual energy it makes the intention so powerful. So I think uh, for everybody, if they grow spiritually and becoming more loving towards everybody, then exactly that's the, I mean that's where it really boils down to is is how you really increase your vibration and increase everything. I mean, the higher your vibration, the better you're gonna feel. You're gonna feel high is if you get into a space of loving, not duality, no anger, no, don't be mad at someone. Don't be scared of anything. Don't be mad, especially mad, but like, don't try to be better than someone. Just be happy, loving, and want to help people. What did just, you say? Especially men. No, I said, especially mad, being mad. Oh, mad. <laughs> like anger is one of oh, the yes. worst emotions, obviously, and lower emotions to have. So they, that's why the, the, people want they want the bad guys want us to be angry they want us to be scared fear and anger are the two worst so the best is the opposite of fear which is like acceptance and love instead right. of you know and so, joy and like laughing laughing trying to laugh all the time like do dancing fun things like just being joy. silly right. yes joy. and like for me a lot of my experiences with other dimensional entities and beings and, and different things has always been they're like making me laugh usually like it always appeared to me as something funny and so I know humor, because, humor is important right yeah super important mm. and they they use humor to like reach us definitely right so Damn, they're pretty smart and like now I'll like laugh sometimes because I'll get some weird like uh synchronicity and I'm like oh they did that that's funny that like that's pretty clever of them but like so that's when you realize, wow, this is really happening because I didn't think, how am I going to trick myself, you know? Right. So how can people, uh, let's say somebody, uh, because of COVID, they lost their job or whatever, and they're feeling very down. Uh, so how do people, when they're, because um, I know I've had them also, when they have people have suicidal thoughts, when they're, they're feeling depressed and all that. So how do the people, um, I know that's a heavy question, but how do people get get out of that, start to um feel better no i understand i mean i it's a hard it's a hard situation to be in and i was there after after steve died i mean i was very suicidal and and depressed and just didn't find i didn't find any meaning in life because i'm like man my favorite person's not here and I, you know never gonna coming back type thing so i understand and i sympathize when people are in those those states um but the thing I did and the thing I think, depending on your, your unique situation on how, how, why you're depressed, but like if you say, you know, you don't have a job right now, just know that everything is set up by your higher self to on purpose for a reason. Every, nothing is coincidental. Nothing is by accident. You're right where you're supposed to be. And those things happened for your highest good. And it's all about making lemonade out of lemons you know like it, it, that you probably lost that job because it wasn't where you're supposed to be so now it's course correction to so you have a, a better job you know you're going to get it just having the faith and knowing that this stuff is going to happen <laughs> playing with puppies that helps yes. but uh uh just like knowing it's hard it's easier said than done i know that but like each individual is different but that's what I like to help people. Cause I've been in those situations. I've been so 
depressed, so dependent on something, so just feeling hopeless. And it, it really is about your attitude with that, like how <laughs> how you um, how you can change your, I mean, your thoughts do create reality. So if you're gonna get stuck in that, like life sucks mentality, life is gonna suck, that's right. guaranteed. So and then, maybe small things you can do, watch a, watch a positive video, watch a comedy, right. have some humor. Um, and like I, staying in the present moment, like I didn't realize how important that was till recently, but like, that's why there's so many people that like, you ever notice those people that are very nostalgic, like always, always like the past was always better than now. And it's like, it's because even in the present good moments they have, they're not there, they're thinking about the past. But like when the past moment probably was happening, they think back to it as positive, but they probably were not even present then thinking about something in the past before that then not even appreciating it. Right. Then later it becomes a good memory, but why wasn't it a good memory at the time? I realized I was doing that to myself I would get like a massage and be like waiting for it to be over. Like, you know, like that kind of like weird anticipation thing and not like just letting myself be there and feel it. Once you can really let yourself be there and feel things instead of worrying like what the, what's this person thinking of me? What's this, what's going to happen? It's going good now. What's going to mess up later. Once you can turn that off. Oh, life gets like so much better. And then you can actually like sit there and enjoy things, you know, and not like be like living in the past or future tripping you know and that's right. like it's hard it's hard it's, i i mean nobody's perfect i i do it a lot where I'll, I'll be sitting there not even realizing where i am just thinking about stuff that happened or stuff that hasn't happened yet you know right. but the, the more you can turn that off the better your life will be one thing that came to mind as you were speaking about that is one of the things uh, somebody told me that i find really useful if you lose a job or if you're rejected by boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, is that uh, there's a saying called uh, rejection is God's protection. God's protection, definitely. Yeah, and definitely. I love that. I love that. It's like, it is. Uh, it really is. I mean, it really is. Um, and everything, and even if you don't, people are like, so many people are like, oh, 2020 suck. This is not where I'm supposed to be in my life. You know, the, everything's horrible. Well, don't think like that. That's going to keep you there. But if you turn your life around knowing that, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. You did sign up to come here. You wanted, you volunteered. Nobody's forced to incarnate. I don't think that. I think that I know that I could stop incarnating anytime I've been incarnated, made it many, many thousands of times, I think. And um, that I chose to be come. I don't, I supposedly, I don't incarnate that many times, that much often recently. Um, my soul is as an old soul and I'm like more like 12th dimensional, like avian, uh, Lyran uh, origins. But um, I came here because I wanted to be a part of the great awakening and to help guide people, you know, okay. and when is and the, be a leader, I guess. So sorry, what? Oh, I said, and to just be a, a leader and to help people get through what I had to go through first, you know. So what is the, a lot of guests talk about the awakening. So when do you think the awakening is going to happen or is it happening already? It's already happening. And I don't think it's at all going to be what people think like on the 21st, I don't think it's going to be a great, huge thing that everyone's going to notice. I think some people are going to not know any. The, the, the day is any different than any other day. I think that if you're in tune with energies, you'll definitely feel it. I think it's going to be mainly an internal thing that happens where 
we'll just get a lot more clarity after that point. I think that everyone's going to be just more clear on their life purpose and where they're going and, and um, just start being like, just the, uh, maybe as your scale, the, the um, consciousness scale, like go up a couple of points on, on the scale for each right. person. Are you talking about, so, uh, you're talking about the, the Hawking's map of consciousness, yes, right? Yes. I've okay. been like obsessed with that ever since you told me about that. I've been looking it up. It's so cool. Yes. Yeah, uh, Hawking's was my, um, is my teacher and he brought me back to Jesus and all that stuff. But, uh, he, he also, uh, showed me all the different religions have useful, you know, how, how it all plays a part and uh yeah it's very beautiful teacher and he he, he is awesome away. very smart man he passed away eight years ago but he was in the world war ii and everything he was uh mm -hmm. he was an amazing man um but uh, i think uh you'd be surprised to hear he was a psychiatrist so he was actually prescribing um uh medications prescribing for the, the medicines yeah that's like, crazy but he was saying that uh, they actually uh, some sometimes people need them uh, when they're. Um... Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Some some people do. Yeah. I was just lucky that I didn't need any of that, so like, why take it? <laughs> Mess up, you know. But, but yeah, just... definitely some people. So in certain cases, it's definitely I'm not like opposed to it. I think if you can, you want to get your body to a point where it doesn't need that, you know. Yeah. But also, people don't know this uh, that he was one of the early proponents of. Uh, uh orthomolecular psychiatry which is basically the uh, psychiatry that popularized the notion that big doses of vitamin c is good for cold but all the oh, vitamins yeah. like b3 is good for um, your nervous system and stuff like that so uh nice yeah well that's definitely way more i'm i'm super into vitamins and supplements now and like all the natural stuff so i think any any science that supports that is good I want to talk about uh, the uh, something I also don't feel, I think, but um, feeling of uh, spirits and stuff like that around. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's something that I'm sensitive to, but uh, uh, speak to that. Does it happen often to you? So for me, that is my number one psychic gift. Like my most obvious is actually feeling physically touched. I can feel it by spirit. So that's how like I knew when the, the etheric implants were getting taken away from me, I was like, I could feel it. So I, like I did a meditation the other day that had you put, um, you could connect the one that they used in the contact, um, the close encounters of the fifth kind where you get like develop ET contact. I had beings putting their arm, like I could feel it, like it felt like someone actually touching me all up and down my arms and shoulders. Um, so, and it feels like actually someone actually touched me, but just like a little more subtle, but like at that po this point now I I've grown it enough where it feels just like they're there. So I can like, I always put my hand out in the car when I'm driving and I'll have like a, you know, feel like a hand touching and like tapping to the beat, different things they'll do for me. Really? And now I've started to use that since I don't like totally yeah, I haven't gotten to the point of discernment to trust my own information as much when it comes through my heart chakra. Um, I'll say, okay, if this is this, touch my left foot. If it's this, touch my right foot. And I'll use like, kind of use the touching because I know that like nobody can tell me otherwise and I can't convince myself out of that because something else is touching me and I feel it. So I'll use that now as a tool to help with the other, the other senses. But, but I'm still learning how to how to different ways to, 
to be creative with that since I can so well psychically feel the touch, you know, but it's hard. You have to like trying to think of other ideas to, to, to help me with that. (laughs) But how do you know it's, if it's, uh, is if it's a benign um, entity on the other side or if it's not like, do can you discern Um, that? I'm learning to, cause I've had both. I definitely had some bad entities too. Um, and they, they'll do like sometimes pinch me too, just get me to stop doing something. I have a bad habit of touching my hair or like picking my scalp, like different little things. I bad like habits I have, I'll feel like out a little pain in my hand and I put my hand down. Oh, thanks. You know, <laughs> cause I know right. they're trying to stop me and Are it works because tra- for that second, I'm like, Oh wait, and I remember what I'm doing and I stop. Are they trying to stop you now or? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they haven't done it at all now. They know I'm like, well, you should just look in the camera, I guess. <laughs> um, talk about the, uh, the, the, oh, we talked about the resonance, but um, I want to talk about the frequency. You said 800, is that really high? Yeah, so they said today the frequency, the Schumann resonance is 800. I, Usually would I feel the, the Schumann. So the Schumann resonance is like the vibration of the earth, like the earth's frequency. Right. And if the, I mean, if the vibration gets to like fifth dimension level, then we'll be a, a constantly, then we'd be a fifth dimension planet right now. It's just spiking sometimes on certain days. So before today, the highest it had ever been was 110. So if they said today it's 800, I'm like, what? That's what? like eight times as high as the highest. But I don't know because I don't feel that. I don't. I don't feel like it's eight. So maybe it's off. Maybe it's off the measurement. I think they said that there was the Italy place said eight hundred, but the other place said not. So they're not sure. I guess they'll probably find out in a couple of days and tell us. But it doesn't seem like eight hundred to me. It seems definitely the energy's heightened right now. The last few days has been really cool. Like I feel yeah. like definitely more and more people are coming, starting to get it rise on the scale definitely and, and there's also seems to be a, there's a lot more fraud coming out and recently there was a, i don't know if you've seen but there was a a video of a voter fraud that came out uh from georgia and i think people are more um when they see video they're more convinced like people uh, giving that testimony yeah, is one thing but people people seeing a video and then that's that's totally another because people are more convinced by that than somebody's testimony right. you know yeah yeah, no, I, I totally understand. I mean, I we'll see how it plays yeah. out. I definitely think it's it's interesting. I don't. I definitely don't follow the Q stuff. I think that's like a disinformation thing. That's a shame that some people are using. It's like I think it has some real information, but a lot of fake stuff that's that's steering I, people away from the truth. I had one guest that was uh, that that's. Uh, that's QAnon on and, and talking that was talking about that. So it's interesting. I don't know myself. I'm on the fence about it. Uh, I don't know. Um, There's definitely been some stuff that they predicted accurately, but um, I think a lot of it, it's like a, definitely a, a way to sway. That's what I've intuitively felt too, is just that right. it's a way to sway you away from the real thing, but it does have some splits of like real things. I mean, obviously it is good that it's getting attention towards like the trafficking and different things and getting more people to, to be aware of this stuff anyway. Uh, let's talk about the fifth dimension. Cause uh, I don't know how that would look like if we, so right now we're, we're going from four to five. Is that it? Yeah. So what we're mean, we're three and 40, but um, 
and like when you think about it like dimensions like dimensions height width length like how we have another it's it's crazy it's hard to wrap our head around it but it's like it exists all around us so like if, if it's ever like pitch black in a room and you your vision starts to see like kind of feels looks like static kind of in front of you when it's pitch black that's like you're seeing in the fifth dimension a little bit so um that's how I've seen entities and different things that way, like kind of relaxing my gaze in the dark and like work, like working with ent entities and seeing and then starting to see a little bit. So okay. I understand now the concept of the fifth dimension, how it is a dimension that just right, right here, you know, heaven is right here too. Like it's right here. It's just another dimension we don't see. Um, but and it's weird. It's definitely, I mean, it's hard to wrap our brains around it, but um, it's exciting to be like, wow, we're, I think that it's going to be an individual experience of it. And I think the more you can obviously individually rise to the, the good levels of love and acceptance all the time, the more you'll be able to, to be in the fifth dimension, like during this incarnation. I don't think it's going to be like some people think where we're going to like totally go off into a new earth. You know, it's not going to be like that. Okay, so and maybe next lifetime it will be like that, but not this one. So maybe in a hundred years it'll be a different yeah. uh, existence here on Earth, but yeah, but it will take I think uh, um, eighty years or something to like actually right. be in another dimension. Okay, but I think that vibrant vibratorily, <laughs> your your <laughs> vibration like <laughs> that's I don't know if that's the real word, but um the universe will start responding to your increase in vibration and separating you from people that are lower vibration just naturally like getting fired from a job that doesn't suit you or um being away from this bad relationship different things will happen and it's almost like you feel like you know ever feel like you communicate with someone and before you used to click with them and now you talk to them yeah. and it's like you feel like you're speaking another language right this year this year i've lost uh, at least two friends that were i have known for at least 10 years uh both of them so i it just like uh we used to get along but now just like certain things i say they're not even huge but like uh it just uh, we're completely different frequency i don't know what it is yeah you know, it's, it's just a different. frequency thing definitely like i mean you it's the same reason why like you can have be in a relationship with someone and be so attracted to them. Then one day you just wake up and you're like, I'm not with that person. Like I've had that happen a few times, but like, it's because bam, your vibration raised and you're now not a match. And now it's like time. It's like the way the universe tells you, okay, it's time to, to change to be with someone else. You know, something like it's very subtle in some ways, but then the universe will always, it's like kind of like, okay, don't, even sit back and worry about it because the universe will take care of it for you eventually mm. with everything like getting those people out of your life like there's always always a plan always a reason that we don't just our 3d bodies right now don't know but our soul knows our higher self you know that's just the portion of our soul that's still in heaven that i mean in a higher dimension right so um, uh, as keanu reeves said in that movie a little buddha when he was playing buddha he said uh to learn is to change. <laughs> yeah, that, that. I love Keanu Reeves. I feel like I've had past lives with him. Something about him fairly resonates with me. But um, he's a cool dude. I'm sure a lot of people say that though. But he's yeah, he's a cool dude. He seems like a cool dude. I think very should, down to earth. 
there should be a movie made with with Keanu Reeves and uh, and uh, Matthew McConaughey. I think oh, that would be great. That would be so good. They should do that. That's a and good maybe suggestion. Tom Hanks as well. That's uh, those three seem like class act. Yeah. In Hollywood. They do. Definitely Matthew McConaughey and uh, Keanu together. I'm surprised that happened. Actually, now that you think about it, you're like surprised that hasn't happened. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Keanu always plays a specific role. He's not a typical actor because he's very... Uh, he is. He, he's very, very specific actor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And some people say he's not that good of an actor. But I mean, I think, I mean, especially for being like kind of like the reserved guy, he does that. He definitely has that down to a T now being like the kind of awkward but reserved guy um but yeah. or like the surfer type and um yeah i like uh woody harrelson too i feel like him and matthew mcgonaghy are always good and things together <laughs> yeah he's uh he's another special character yeah to say the least. Definitely. it just seems like they're like wow you would you know that they seem like real people that are cool to hang out with you know yeah 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 and, and those are uh, usually the best actors are, are usually uh, really good people. I have had experiences and, and, uh, and they're not just like robots kind of, you know, cause yeah, they have, right. they have a certain uh, personality, certain gravitas to them. Yeah, definitely. Right. Uh, so if Amy, so if people want to reach you and have a uh, session, um, yeah, um, I'm doing you? a special right now. Um, so for an hour, um, FaceTime or uh, Zoom or any type of video method you want with me, um, call for $60. Um, I'm doing that to, from now till the end of the year. Um, and it also includes a free uh, distance energy healing. And then so for an hour, we'll go over the different um, blocks that you think you're facing and like different things you're doing to, to start opening your third eye, opening yourself to meditation and different problems you have in your life and how, how to overcome those issues. And um, sometimes I'll give like some channel messages, but I don't advertise that because I don't always get them. So, and I'm still newer at that. Um, so mainly just the energy healing and um, coaching to help you get more in line with your higher self, basically. So you can follow me on YouTube, Amy Apostolico. Um, and Instagram, Amy Apostolico, or Facebook, Amy Wallace. Uh, you can search for Amy Apostolico too there. Okay. But I've just started my YouTube links. channel. I'll post those links uh, underneath the video Thanks. with the podcast so people can find your work. Awesome. Thank you. A any, hmm, any last words? What, what should people focus on in this crazy time? <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, I would say focus on from, especially now to like the end of December, January, really don't wait for, don't think you're going to be rescued by some other alien forces and that the world's going to magically turn into the fifth dimension. That's wait, not what wait so the aliens are not coming? They're coming, they're already here <laughs> in other dimensions, but oh. I mean, the wait. You know, it's all in, internal, and the more you change your own beliefs and increase your own consciousness, the better reality. And like once you realize that you, everything is inside you, and you create this, we, you create this life. So if you are willing to change and be malleable and and know and and be okay with not knowing all the answers, but just knowing that you're open to learn and being open to love and compassion and 
doing acts of service to help other people. If you're centered that way, you're on the right path and you're going to keep growing. And like that you'll realize, I think on the 21st, it'll be like an internal shift that you get a lot more clear with everything. I think everything's going to be more clear. Maybe we'll see some shoulder flash too, but I think the energy will be very strong that day and internally will just feel a lot better and different. Have you seen aliens yourself? Yeah. I mean, I okay. have, I, I've definitely like, it's very subtle, like what you see and feel, but I know they're there with me, especially because I can feel the main gift I have is the feeling I can, I know like they're in another dimension. I can't see them, but someone's touching my shoulder, you know? So it's cool. That's the definitely. So I'm like, I, there's no doubt in my mind that, yeah, the aliens are already here, you know, they're just in another and we're aliens in a way we've been aliens before. Everything's like exists in, in, inside of us. You mean past lives, right? Past lives. Yeah, yeah, past lives. When you, and like by the way, by like the way, when you were talking about the, the things before, uh, did they take you out and put in something in you? They took out stuff out mainly, but okay. I actually, most people probably wouldn't recommend this, but I, I let, I'll say to the higher entities, go ahead and put any implants you think will be of high of my highest good that won't hurt me that will help me with like my psychic gifts different things I'll, i'm all ready to accept them but i know that's not probably a good spiritual practice to say to be open to all that but nice. i'm like i i live on the edge of that way i i'm also very i'm i have to be more careful i have to be definitely protect myself better because i just i just had a reading where she said i've never seen someone so like spongy and empathetic as you but you have a lot of stuff that's not yours on you from just different people you've seen and hung out with that you didn't really protect from so i need there to start go. doing better there you go um, uh, yeah. it, it's uh sometimes good to be on the safe side and uh yeah you're right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like i always lived life on the edge a little bit so i i just i think that's why we come to earth is to experience the duality and in the higher dimensions, we're used to just always getting what we want and, you know, all that. That's why we come to Earth, because the, the good moments wouldn't be as good unless we had the bad, you know? Right. You have to go through suffering to know how great it is. If you just get everything handed to you and everything's great, it's not that great after a while. It's weird how it's like that, but that's why we come here to learn and, and to do do some bad things, make mistakes and and. The more we make and the more we realize what we did and overcome it, the more our soul grows. So you had some uh, some Lana Del Rey experiences then, like being yeah. out there. All right, right. Definitely, definitely. Okay. Well, there, there she is, Amy Wallace. Um, thank great, you so much, Taz. Great podcast. And thank you for being on and everybody that's... Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening and watching the podcast. Thank you. Thank you.